Hey, everybody. Welcome to All There Is. I'm your host, Kelly Bargabas. It is February 8th today, so we are in our lead-up to Valentine's Day, and it is February, the month of love. I think right after Christmas, we started seeing all of the Valentine's Day decorations, right? Because that is the next quote-unquote holiday. Not sure if we can really call it a holiday. A lot of people refer to it as a Hallmark holiday invented purely for the bottom line profits that are earned when we buy cards and flowers and expensive dinners and we go on expensive dates because we buy into the myth that there is anything magical about this one particular day on the calendar, right? And I know for some people, it's their favorite holiday. For a lot of people, it is their least favorite holiday. It can be pretty polarizing depending on where you're at in your life. You know, if you're young and single and dating, I suppose it could be exciting and fun and full of possibilities. If you're single and alone, it can be depressing. If you're in a committed relationship and have been for a very long time, it can just be another day, you know, what is the big deal? But we've given a lot of power to this particular day of Valentine's Day. And I will say a way to look at it with a positive lens is that it has become an opportunity to recognize the love in our lives, much like Mother's Day, right? I mean, we all love our moms every day of the year, and we love to do nice things for them and recognize them. But it's also nice to have one particular day out of the year where we celebrate them. So if we look at Valentine's Day in the context of just a day to celebrate love, let's use that as the context for our discussion today. For me and my relationship right now, it's a good excuse to stop what we're doing and have a date night with an amazing dinner, maybe some wine and chocolate. But unfortunately, in our current culture, it can be a sad reminder that you are single and alone. And we are inundated with messages that this holiday must be celebrated. And it can make you feel left out if you don't participate. But what if, instead of worrying about whether or not we have a date or pressuring our significant other to get the right present, to do the right thing for us, to love us in just the way we want and need to be loved. What if instead of putting all that on another person, we could be the love of our own lives? I've always wanted someone to tell me that I was the love of their life. And I know maybe that sounds corny and cheesy, and maybe it sounds a little self-absorbed now that I'm hearing myself say it out loud, but it's just true. It's honest. I've always wanted someone to tell me that I was the love of their life. And maybe we can blame Hollywood rom-coms, which I am a big fan of, or maybe romance novels, which I really don't read too much anymore, but it's true. I always wanted that. And, you know, I had someone in my life tell me that in a very heartfelt way, that I was the love of their life. He gave me roses as he said it. Might have got a little teary-eyed. And then less than three months later, he left me for somebody else. So looking back, I'm pretty convinced that we, we just didn't have the same idea of what that sentiment meant. For me, the reason I long to hear it is that I longed for someone to care about me so much, to love me so much that they would do anything for me. And I don't mean that in the sense of, you know, buy me expensive diamonds or so that I could make unrealistic demands like never leave my side or never disagree with me, but in the sense of they would 
always be honest and truthful. They wouldn't lie to me. They would be faithful. That they would protect me and our relationship above anything else. That, you know, when we are at a party or out in a bar, that they would look at me like I was the most beautiful woman in the room. And, you know, I don't have any illusions about my looks. Like, I know I'm not the most beautiful woman in the room, and I'm okay with that. But I want the person who loves me, my significant other, to think that I'm the most beautiful one in the room, right? Like, who doesn't want that? So that's what I envision when I think of being the love of someone's life. And I've always wanted that. And I haven't really told too many people that. I haven't really said it out loud in too many, even relationships that I've been in. But it's it's always been an internal, I guess, longing of mine. And maybe you can relate to that. I feel like that's the kind of pressure that Valentine's Day holds. I had a Valentine's Day once that had all the right things. Homemade gourmet dinner. I think there was homemade chocolate cake. My favorite wine. Flowers. Candlelight. It checked all the boxes of what we are told love looks like. But at some point that night... The conversation, the night itself, the feeling took a turn. I don't remember the details. But what I do remember is the disappointment. That disappointment in discovering that despite the love and despite all the lovely things that we had tried to make happen that night, the other person that I was with put themselves and their own selfish needs, wants, and desires before me and before us. And After the night was over and I was getting ready for bed, sad and a little teary-eyed and mopey, I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror on my bedroom armoire, and I had a real palpable moment with myself. And I wrote, because this is what I do, you know, I write to make sense of my feelings. I wrote this in my journal. I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror after another night of wine, roses, and now you see it, now you don't romance, and said out loud, you just can't hold a man's love, can you? And in a flash, I had one of those moments I'd only read about. Maybe I can do it. Maybe I can love me enough. I'll tell only the truth, put myself before work and friends, Resist the pull of old habits. I'll stay and fight, holding on for dear life to the one I cannot live without. I'll do anything to keep me. Yes, that's what I'll do. I'll be the love of my own life. And in that moment in the mirror, I had a clarity about this love I was seeking. And I realized in that moment that the only person who could give me what I was looking for was me. I could always be honest with myself. I could commit to myself to always be honest, to always be truthful, to not lie to myself, to be faithful to my own dreams and to protect myself to protect me in the relationship with myself above all else. That I could take all that energy of wanting to be the love of someone else's life and do that for myself. It was a real moment for me. It was a, it was a real changing point in how I viewed relationships and how I viewed love. And I wanted to share it with you today in the hopes that maybe 
It would resonate with someone that maybe you could relate or maybe it would encourage you. You may have a different story. Maybe your longing and your dream and what you want out of a relationship isn't to be the love of someone's life. Maybe you do want the biggest diamond money can buy. Maybe you do want expensive, fancy clothes and dinners. Maybe you want someone to validate you. Maybe you want someone to listen to you above all else, to just be there for you. Whatever it is, whatever it is, you can do it for yourself. You know, putting all that pressure on somebody else, I don't, you know, we're all just human beings. And whoever you have all of that pressure on, whether it's someone you haven't met yet, you know, maybe it's your future husband or wife or partner, and you have this expectation that you haven't fallen in love and you haven't found that perfect someone yet because you haven't found someone who can give you all the things that you think you need in order to have true love. And the reality is none of us are perfect. And there is no one person who can give you everything that you need and, and fulfill that perfect love for you in however you define it. Rather than waiting to find that perfect someone, rather than being sad and depressed because we don't have that perfect someone, and rather than putting all that pressure on those we do have in our lives who love us, what if we could do it for ourselves? What if we could be the love of our own lives. So think about that this week as we go through Valentine's Day and we get through it and we all breathe a sigh of relief that once again it's over and we can move on with our lives. Think about that. Think about how you can be the love of your own life. And in our next episode, I do I am going to talk about love some more, not because it's Valentine's Day, but I do think love is a powerful force in our lives and in this world and with each other. And in our next episode, I'm going to talk about different kinds of love. So I hope you'll tune in. You can find all the episodes on kellybargabas.com slash podcast or on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope it resonated with you. And I wish you all the love that you can possibly hold today and always. And until we meet again, take care.